Let's talk taxes. Actually, let's not, because taxes are annoying, and this is not a financial advice podcast. Let's be honest, though. If you want to grow, you need to learn how to handle finances. I admit, I'm not the person to talk finances yet, but I'm getting there. And I do have some advice, because that's what I do. This is Todd Talks where I help you design your best life. Not the life that I choose for you, but the life that you desire. So even though I am not a financial expert, I have had some financial training that I would like to share with you. Like I already said, If you want to grow, you need to learn how to handle finances. Why am I not the expert? Because I'm still crawling out from under the hole that I created over the last 20 years. Last year, I retook Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover course and relearned a lot of lessons. Since then, I've paid off $40,000 of debt. That's a good chunk, but I'm not done and don't claim to be an expert. The impetus for this podcast comes from a discussion that we had with my 18-year-old daughter and her friends this week about the stock market and investing, etc. I find it kind of sad that one of the things that really should be taught in high school or even college, but is not, is financial literacy. I remember listening to someone's show, I think it was a comedian or it may have been another podcast, But what they said made so much sense. They said, if I were going to school and I saw a class titled Wealth 101 or Making Money 201, that would be the first class I sign up for, as opposed to sociology, psychology, or heaven forbid, math. I mean, after all, my last math class was in 1992. Some things I've had to learn the hard way over and over and over and over. And that is that if you spend more than you make, you're screwed. That's the polite way of putting it. So lesson one for today is know what you spend. I'm still working on this because the exchange rate is killing me. When I got here, it was 9.5 to the dollar. Now it's 8.5. Hurts us. But you know, what are you going to do? It's killing me where I live and food prices are astronomical. So guess what? I have to learn to adjust my budget. Part of financial management, financial financial literacy. After you know where you're spending your money, and I mean knowing down to the last penny on each credit card and loan and debit card, etc., then you have to do the dirty work and do something our government hasn't known how to do in my lifetime, and that is make and balance a budget. See, Unlike the government, you can't just print money. That's illegal, and you would go go to jail for that. So the government gets to do it, but you can't. As you build a budget, it needs to be detailed enough to give you enough room to maneuver and simple enough that you'll stick to it. Stick to it, it being the key phrase. Most of us start something, and we tend to quit when it gets hard. So keep it simple enough that you'll stick to it. I've been using the budget for the last year, and that's how we've paid off so much debt. I still have a long way to go, but the process is working. 
Lesson two after budgeting is to look at the budget and pay yourself first. 10% to yourself, 10% to tithing if you're so inclined. The way I look at tithing is that everything we have came from the Lord, and he only asks a tenth in return. One-tenth. That's it. The other 10% goes first into an emergency fund, and after you have an emergency fund, then go pay off debt. So your budget actually needs to be built off of 80% of your income. If you have a variable income, or in times of COVID, COVID, no income, budgeting will be a little bit more difficult. You'll find, as I did when I first started budgeting, that there were all sorts of expenses that you lose or blow money on. When we first arrived here and had extra money coming in, we had a habit of buying bottled waters and soda. Unlike in the the U.S. where you can get cases of water at Walmart for 3 to $4, here, just one bottle costs 2 to $3 every time. That's a half liter bottle, not a big two liter bottle, a half liter bottle every time. A case costs 15 to $20. I cringe at the amount of money we wasted on waters and sodas because we weren't doing the conversion costs, and sometimes... We still do it. Case in point, we were out on our long three and a half mile walk yesterday and didn't plan ahead. So we ended up buying three waters. Yes, just three. Just three. And it cost me $15. I choked, but we needed the waters. Naturally, I'm still learning these things. I'm well paid after working my way up the totem pole in the Air Force, but it took a long time to get here. And That's something I see in young people today that an impatience that they have, not wanting to start at the bottom anywhere. It's vice president or bust rather than start in the mailroom and work your way up, or as I did, as a airman first class and work my way up in rank. But that's a different tangent. I'm not going to get on that soapbox. I get sidetracked too often and too easily. I was discussing an emergency fund. First, after you design your budget, the first thing you need to put in there is tithing and an emergency fund. Judging by the name, an emergency fund is just that. It's for emergencies. Getting a Coke down at the gas station, not an emergency. Paying for your dog to get emergency surgery may be classified as an emergency. Why have an emergency fund and how much money should be in it? The why is easy. Emergencies often require finances. How much should be in it? Dave Ramsey recommends start with $1,000 and then start paying off your debt. After paying off your debt, then save an emergency fund equal to one to three months pay, eventually building it up until six months of your pay is saved. And again, get the $1,000 emergency fund and then start paying off your debt. But how do you do that? How do you pay off the debt? What is the quickest way? The hard part is so many of us live paycheck to paycheck. During your budgeting, you should have found areas to cut or rather areas where you are wasting money. When we first started, we cut back on several areas that we were spending way too much money on. We managed to get about a $400 slush fund started. That $400 slush fund 
then became the trigger to pull on Dave Ramsey's snowball effect for paying off debt. The snowball effect, or snowball method, is fairly simple. List out each debt from smallest to largest. For each one, you pay the minimum each month. On the smallest balance, you add your slush fund to the payment. So if the minimum payment was $100 and you add your $400 slush fund, then your payment each month is $500 until that debt is paid in full. Then, rather than saying, all right, I have an extra $100 to spend, you roll the entire $500 you were spending towards that debt into the next smallest. If that next smallest minimum is $150, say, then your new payment just became $650. You add the $500 on top. You see how simple this is, and you keep rolling the money into the next debt until you've paid off all of your debts. This is how I've paid off $40,000 and am continuing to work on the rest of my debts. Sometimes you will have instances that derail your plan, like your dog needing surgery because she developed a tumor like what happened this week. This is important. You have to learn this. Stick to your plan. Even when it gets derailed, immediately get back on track. Just because you fall off once or twice doesn't mean that you failed and you need to quit. Just get right back on. You may ask why Dave says to pay off the smallest amount first rather than the one with the highest interest rate. The reason for this is for the win. If you can pay off a small debt, have the card cut up and see it go away, you feel strengthened and empowered to continue to work on it because you get that adrenaline rush, that endorphin kick of the win. If you have the high interest limit card or loan with the highest amount owed and you start with your small slush fund, guess what? While you will pay it off faster, It'll take a while and you may lose hope because you won't see as big a gain or as big a movement. Whereas after paying off a few loans, you get to the high interest, high amount loan and you're sending, say, $1,500 a month to pay it off. You see the effect really quickly on your big loans. It's all about easy wins to motivate you as you work towards building new habits, because that's what this has to be, building new habits, overcoming a lifetime of negative habit. Money, taxes, investments, these are, top, these are topics that should be taught when kids are little. They should be taught in school, but they're not. I wish I would have been better at finances and teaching these things when our kids were little, but I didn't. I can't go back to the past, which is a whole part of Todd Talks, that you can't change the past. You accept it and move on. Looking ahead as I build wealth, it will be a primary point of teaching to my kids and grandkids so that they learn the lessons that have taken me a while to learn. Like I said, I'm not there yet, but by the time I retire from the Air Force in two years, I will be debt-free, financially free, financially independent. There is no better feeling in the world than paying off a credit card or loan. It feels amazing. Although I can say that watching my kids be born and watching 
them get married. Those are a little better feelings. But, and there was a but, I love the feeling of paying something off. And so will you take a moment and figure out your budget, figure out your finances, figure out your snowball plan for all your debt. You do that and you will be designing your best life because think of the freedom that comes from having no debts, no credit, nothing to pay off to somebody else. And every bit of income that you earn goes into your pocket, into your investments, into your trips, into your life. The lessons can be summed up here as such. Pay yourself first, pay a tithe, build an emergency fund of $1,000, and then pay off your debt using the snowball technique. It works. Finally, make sure you have a budget and balance your bank against your budget routinely so you know that your money is going where you planned on it going. A budget doesn't have to be completely rigid, but you need to plan for your money. Failure to plan is a plan to fail. If your habits are not good, start small and spend a month writing out every penny you spend so you can see where your money goes. Because if you don't know where it goes, you can't track it. You can't budget it. Figure it out. Better to start today as opposed to tomorrow because we all know that tomorrow never comes. You can't change the past. I'm just going to finish with this. You can't change the past. You can't change what you did. You incurred the debt. Please don't be one of those that goes to the company that wipes away your debt by cheating, in my opinion, using legal ways to walk away from the debt that you incurred. Pay off your debt, build a budget, build a life, a new life. If you don't have the finances to live within your means, get a second income. Most millionaires and multimillionaires and billionaires have multiple streams of income. That's why I am working on my second, third, fourth stream of income. Because extra income coming in helps to pay down debt quicker, helps to build up emergency funds, and helps to provide assets for investing. This is Todd Talks, and I know that you can build the life that you desire. Design your best life. You can do it. I know you can. We are available on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to Todd Talks, or everywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Leave a note. Go to toddtalks.comments at gmail.com if you want to ask for certain topics to be covered. And as always, thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.